Do you wish it was easier managing your company's finances? Why is filing accounts so painful? Well, that's the reason we've partnered with Intuit QuickBooks, who make it really easy for founders and their companies to stay on top of their finances. And that goes for sole traders too. QuickBooks can save up to seven hours a week on your finance admin. Seven hours! They do a bunch of things to help. Whatever stage of your business, from centralizing all your docs for your self-assessment to making it easy to do payroll for your staff, from invoicing to effective time tracking. QuickBooks is a one-stop shop that gives you the tools you need to take care of your business, but they also provide an end-to-end view of your company's financials, which means you can make better business decisions. It's simple to use. You can get started in just 15 minutes. So if you want to take control of your finances, then head to quickbooks.co.uk forward slash secret leaders. That's quickbooks.co.uk forward slash secret leaders. There's a link in the show notes. I woke up one day with 500,000 euros in personal debt, left by everyone, lost everything that I worked for, but also a lot of my personality because I was like the brand. That's Conrad Bergstrom talking about when his distribution business, Megascene Agency, failed. He had to declare bankruptcy and ended up living out of his car for a while. But he got himself through it and went on to found Zound, one of Sweden's fastest growing companies of all time, and then Xshore, which has been called the Tesla of electric boats. How did he manage to pick himself up? From Secret Leaders, I'm Dan Murray-Serta, and this is our bite-sized series dedicated to failure. We're doing this because we learn a lot more from failure than success, but we hardly ever hear about it. We are changing that, with the help of entrepreneurs like Conrad sharing their worst moments. Conrad set up his business for board sport brands and apparel in the late 90s. They had the rights to distribute brands like Quicksilver and Burton in Sweden, and then sold those products to retailers as well as in their own shops. The company grew quickly and made a name for themselves, organising events such as the world's largest indoor snowboarding competition and the first European edition of the World Cup in wakeboarding. We had uh, really good products. We were super good at promotion and building demand. So, you know, in, in general terms, the business was booming. I remember that each year they uh, uh, did this analyze of, of uh, the different sports brands. And, and we actually got voted two years in a row that we had more demanded product than Nike and Adidas, you know, the really big brands out there. So, you know, a lot of things we were doing correct. On the outside, things looked good, but the business wasn't sustainable. Our challenge that we had is that we were growing too quick with uh, too low margins. If you grow with like triple digits and each time you need like 40 to 50% of that in check credit in order to release the goods, you know, Sweden was too small. It's actually a very big country, but it's quite a distance. So there is a lot of small towns that don't have big buying power. And it was very expensive to travel around and also to shipping costs. So the, our margins compared to being in Germany or somewhere where, where you have a, a lot more of density of, of uh, customers were an issue. We also had cash flow issues because we were working with the big sport giants and they demanded like uh, 90 days of credit. And then from 
our suppliers, a lot of them, we needed to pay up front and then ship it. So we had at least 60, sometimes up to 120 days before we were going to get paid and that needed to be financed. So the faster we were growing, actually, the bigger the problem. Because each year we were growing with double digits and had to go to the bank and ask for, for more money. And one day they said, like, I'm sorry, you know, this is too big risk for us. Uh, so we ain't going to lend you more money. With cash flow and financing issues, Conrad was left facing a difficult decision. I uh, uh, got to a point with that that I could probably have sold the, the financial issue, but I would have lost the whole company. And then I thought that I, I, I might as well uh, uh, go bankrupt because I can't, I can't live with these terms that they are offering me. And in this, the company, I always been, been good at creating brands that people start to love. And when people love, it's not only business. Today, I work with passion but I don't love my company. You can buy my company tomorrow to the right price. Before, I would never have sold it. So I was in one way uh, from a business side, mentally weak in that I was so connected with the brand. And it's something that I changed with sound, but also with Xshore. Today, I'm more building foundations that could be run by other people and maybe maybe they are better run by by uh, other people than than myself his perspective has evolved but back then conrad couldn't sell his company and that meant bankruptcy to be honest i didn't understand what kind of shit i was in because i signed a lot of papers and this was also due to me and not being on top of my business in one way. When you're going bankrupt, you are getting into a big shame as well. You failed, right? And on top of that, a lot of work are starting. Uh, You need to uh, go and see um, the contractor, so to say, that is taking care of of this. And you need to to sort out. And it's a lot of questions. It's it's, It's a big job. And especially if you're maybe quite depressed uh, due to your failure because it's not a fun job you know going there with your tail and it's it's not the meeting that you're longing for i remember one thing that was like you know when you when you just wake up and you have no downhill it's just getting steeper and steeper uh, up the more you walk, like, I'm going to pass it, I'm going to pass it. And it's just getting steeper and steeper. And that was the feeling. And I remember my, my uh, one day, I was just trying to find solutions. And I was just working and, and I, you know, uh, in all these meetings that just a small thing, like my daughter um, uh, fell and, and uh, uh, hit her head and my grandma uh, uh, got taken to hospital. And I'm like, God, I'm here. Just come and take me. What the fuck do you want from me as a person? I can't do much more. I'm really trying here. And then things still went uh, shit, you know. Sometimes it it is like that. that You are, uh, you're done. It took Conrad four years to get back on track. 
And in that time, things got so bad, he ended up living out of his car. Those four years were super tough. They say that Sweden has uh, um, like a security system that if you fail, uh, I didn't see that, but I had my dog. So it, but it was also, it was also good in one way because I could clear my head and I, I, I could also really question myself or what I had and what I did right. And, and, and I could also question like, you know, Conrad, this is fucked up. This needs to be changed. You know, you can't think this way or you can't do that. You, you need to be much uh, tougher as a businessman in that and you cannot always maybe have in, in my case I had a lot of feelings that I, I was prioritizing everybody except myself and I had a, a knowledge that no one could take from me and that is what's, what, what saved me that you know it, it's, it's quite funny that the more businesses I do uh, the more luck I have it's just because I've been through a lot of shit you know, because because running a company is basically, you know, uh, the value of your success is how you uh, keep dealing with challenges and problems. That every day, every day, I wake up and I deal with shit. That is my job, and it's how good I deal with them. That is what the results is going to be of that day. So, what went wrong? What does Conrad think he needed to make the business work? It's easy experience. We we were at that time. I wasn't enough businessman. Uh, I'm born with a, a positivity and and thought that things were gonna go good uh, instead of actually you know um, going to to uh, my brands that I represented and 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 really prove them that you know Sweden is a different market. We need uh, better margins in order to survive, and and that was. Um, uh, I, I'm not sure that I had the knowledge. I had to get a job after that. And, and in that job, I actually got out from being a local in Sweden and, and working globally in, all over the world. And I could learn how to structure brands still through marketing and creating demand. But we, we um, I, I calculated how I could uh, grow in uh, eternity. Uh, without needing money from the bank. I took away some other potential risks, like we were selling a lot of uh, uh, clothing. And uh, with that, you know, you have different sizes, different models, and, and it's really hard to have a bottom line 10% plus because it's always like 20 pink left in small. And, and that is a very small percentage that want pink T-shirts in small. So the second thing was to make a product that was uh, one size fits all. So we could always sell everything. Getting into my, it was not my second business, but it was the first one that was very successful, Sound Industries. We are uh, Sweden's quickest growing company in history uh, with profitability. Uh, you know this uh, super gazelle, and when you when you um, you grow over years, three years. So we, we we with the all the planning and all the learnings from my failure, I was able to do the most successful company in Sweden. 
the world is changing so quick so you can't you can it's hard to learn it from a school book and each business is different and you need to make mistakes it's more about how quick can you solve it Conrad Bergstrom on the surprising value of failure what this series is all about if you want to share the lessons you learned from your own failure story we want to hear from you Email us on hello at secretleaders.com with a few bullets explaining what happened. I've been your host, Dan Murray-Serta, and this is our bite-sized series exploring failure, setbacks, and how they impact success. See you next time. Here at Mindset Win, we want to give you the tools to become better at what you do. Taking inspiration and wisdom from our guests, we will hear stories, strategies, tips and tricks. Told by leading names in sport and beyond. Who know what it takes to get to the very top. There will be two episodes each week packed with amazing stories and practical takeaways for us all to follow. Search for Mindset Win on YouTube and on your favorite podcast app.